Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's also Happy New Year to Dame Nolene Taurua, uh, the coach of the Silver Ferns, who joins us on the way back from your holiday. Happy New Year, Dame Nolene. Yes, Happy New Year to you too and the listeners as well. Have you had a nice break? Where did you go? Come on, spill the beans. Yeah, look, I went up to the coast um, around uh, Pitianga Bay, it is, and oh. it's very remote and no Wi-Fi uh, coverage, so just heading back into, I was going to say, the big smoke of <laughs> Pukahina, which seems like um, probably a two clicks up from Pitianga, so very, very great, very lovely, and the, and the weather has been so nice as well. For someone that has to do so much media and has to be on top of things, are you an easy advocate of just switching everything off? Yeah, actually, I am very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I have gotten better, um, as I suppose, as I've gotten older, but also, you know, I've been around the trap for a very long time and been in my job for, um, you know, nearly over 20 years. So I think that's the thing that you learn um, is know when you do switch on and obviously when you do switch off. Um, and taking that time out just to regenerate and and recoup yourself. Um, I know when we do head on the plane on Saturday, it's going to be full on. And, you know, a lot of the things that we um, are going to do in the quad is pretty much leading ourselves to the Commonwealth Games. So um, once once we get on that plane, it's, we're all on. So uh, I'm just going to get myself ready over the next couple of days and, and make sure that I do take that time off. Well, before we talk about that, uh, what did you make of uh, two fellow dames who have been uh, amazing athletes and continue to be, uh, Dame Sophie Pascoe and Dame Lisa Carrington? Did it put a smile on your face? Yeah, it does actually. Um, I'm part of a um, you know a, a program in regards to coaching and and uh, trying to get more females coaching at the higher level. Um, and even though they're not in the coaching realm, um, you know they're such well world class athletes and and deservedly. Um, uh, you know, for them yep. to be dame hooded or whatever they call it, <laughs> I think it's a great achievement and can only be added to their current, um, you know, celebrations that they've had over their their years of of being great athletes. So I think it's beautiful. I know myself what it all meant, and you know, hopefully once again, it's once they do finish um, being an athlete, then hopefully they will still want to give back to the sport. Um, and I think that's really important, knowing that they're still young and, and knowing sort of what type of athletes they are. 
Let's talk about the squad that you have selected. Uh, seems there's been a bit of a baby boom going on in the in the Silver Ferns, so you've had to make a few changes. The return of Kayla Johnson and Phoenix Karaka. Explain the reasons why and what you have seen. Yeah, look, um, when they came into camp uh, in December, late December, um, we had been short, I suppose, over the last maybe six to eight months of of having a surplus of defenders. Um, we only selected, I think, maybe four or five in our New Zealand and also development squad. So um, the great thing is that we knew we had people in the waiting, um, both Kayla, Phoenix, Michaela um, Sokol, Beatson, who did get injured, um, and also Katrina Rore. So we knew we had quality players um, in the midst, but was just waiting for the timing of them coming back. Um, pretty much, you know, both have experience at the international level, and that showed um, when they did come into camp. I think the neat thing is that they've grown um, and now being first-time mothers, they have more appreciation of the sport and them coming back um, in regards to their bodies. You know, so they were both uh, players of um, amazing natural ability, um, but now, you know, knowing where their bodies are, they're recovering, they're stretching, you know, they're doing every, those little one percenters that actually make them better athletes and understand or appreciate the time that they're away from their families. So that in itself is a great combination and they came in and really um, it was a no-brainer by including them. Um, they're both ball getters um, and we've been low on our stats in regards to games so they were able to boost that um, and they're both adaptable in regards to positions so they can pretty much cover two positions easily. Um, so them coming into the mix with Sulu, um, Karen and also Kelly who have made great strides over the last season is, you know, really bolsters up that end. Um, so I'm happy. I, I can't wait to see them back out on court. And I know over the last two or three weeks they've been working really hard. Um, I think the added bonus of this is that they're both taking their babies oh, wow. uh, to England wow. so, okay. and their caregivers. Yeah, so it's massive. You know, it's a massive trip not only for them as individuals but us in Silver Ferns. It's like we need a baby crash. Um you know, so it's it's going to be new grounds that we're breaking, but um, I think the good thing is the intentions are good from everybody. Yeah. So we'll, we'll give it a crack and see how we go. Yeah, look, I find that fascinating, but obviously you, you feel that's very important for the culture. Yeah, I think um, with both um, Kayla and also um, Phoenix, um, I suppose they present to us a wee bit different. Um, you know, both of their husbands are also professional athletes and obviously Sean over in Sydney. Um, so he's over there playing for the Warriors and with Pat, um, Phoenix's husband, he's over in Japan so, you know, they've got different backgrounds mm. where um, uh, baby, and they're still young, you know, they're over, only one. So yeah. um, for them to perform and be at their best, um, that's what they need at this time. So we're going to go with it. Um, it's probably not our usual. Um, and, you know, knowing what it's like over in the UK, it's going to be pretty hard. 
but they're determined to, to um, make sure that everything's right and that's what they want. So we'll go with it and see how, how it pans out. The, the selection of Kayla and her emotional response at the press conference and on television interviews says this was... Uh, I wondered whether she expected to get back in because she was very emotional. Can you shed some light on that reaction? Yeah, um, she, she actually was. It's probably something that I've never known about her. Um, when she last played for the Silver Ferns, she was actually leading into the Commonwealth Games um, and she had a knee injury and was taken off the list. Um, so, she, you know, she was selected to play in the Commonwealth Games and couldn't go through with it. So I think that's nearly like three years ago and obviously going overseas, um, having baby in between, uh, getting married and all those sort of good things that happen in your life. Um, netball probably was put to the back um, and and wasn't, you know, was, yeah. So I think now that she's selected and back in the mix, um, she knows that there's still more work to do in regards to her body coming off injuries and with knee problems, there's, there's, uh, there's still issues there and surgery. So I think for her, it was massive. Um, and, and as she alluded to in her interview, she wasn't expecting to get herself back into the mix. But, um, you know, I, I still know where she is. Yeah. She's not the complete package, but um, she, she's amazing when she is out on court and, and she, she deserves to be here at this stage. It says a lot about the environment you're creating that they want to be back in there. Now, that's a huge testament to you, Dame Nolan. You've got two youngsters that will potentially get their, their first cap and Phil Devoy and Emilia Rulu Buchanan. What can we expect from these young women? Yeah, that's, that's the exciting thing. Um, I'm not too sure if I'm going to be honest. You know, they're still quite green in regards to being stable in the ANZ, our local or domestic competition. Um, Fielder's probably, oh God, somebody that really came out of the woodwork. Um, and if I'm going to be honest, I, um, she's a massive core for us. But we rely hugely on knowing what her strengths are. And, and for us in that shooting end, her high percentage of shoot shots, plus also her ability just to go go to post was something that she delivered consistently at camp and at trials. Um, so that's something that we're holding on to dear life that she will be able to do. I know that there's still positional um um, I suppose improvements that need to be made and, and I'm aware of that and not throwing her into the deep end but also know that I need to be able to see is she in contention realistically for Commonwealth Games um, Mila came in like a bull um, <laughs> into camp and, and probably had the attitude of of not worrying about anything, not expecting anything but going to take it um, to anybody who's who's against her, and she definitely did that as well. I think there's always those bolters that come out of the woodwork, and Mila was one of those, and she put her hand up right from the start and was very difficult to be able to not to not select her. So I'm, I'm expecting probably quite a bit from Mila. Um, she was involved in the under-21 team, um, that went to Botswana and won the World Youth Cup um, alongside the likes of Maya um, was there, Tiana 
Um, so there's quite a few of those younger ones that have been in the silver ferns over the past couple of seasons. So Neil is now joining them. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what she can do in a real settled uh, mid-court. You, listening to you, I get this really strong impression that accountability is at the front of your mind for every player. Yeah, um, I would like to think. I would like to think that's now become part of um, uh, the silver ferns: accountability, transparency, honesty, um, and the uh, hopefully the collective and the willingness to do the job. Um, so. You, you actually know, scare me a bit, Dame. Actually, um, you scare me a bit, Dame Nolene. I don't think I'd like to be on your team because I think you'd you'd bash me up. Oh no! <laughs> I think the great thing about it is that everybody knows. You know, like um, I th- I think that's we've gotten out. We've got ourselves to the position where we all know who should be there and who shouldn't, and um, they're there because they're the best or that they've put their hand up or they've prepared to work mm. and they've made shifts. And I think we've got to ourselves the stage of our culture or our environment is like that. So it's quite transparent, um, irrelevant of whether you've been there before or not. Um, so, you know, time will tell whether that's the right way and the selections mm. and... And for that to happen, you know, we're playing against Australia, South Africa and England and the best teams that we possibly could come up against. So, um, but if they're put into the right uh, environment and having the right people around, there should be no reason why um, they don't progress and, and really showcase why they're there. Just one final thought, Dame Nolene. How hungry are you for this this quad series being the right preparation for the Com Games. Oh my gosh, I can't wait! Um, I, I know we're going over to UK, and I know what's happening over there at the moment, and uh, the weather's crap and it's cold and all the rest of it. But um, for us, this is the start of our build-up um, to towards the Com Games. Um, we have the ANZ after um, this quad series and from there we'll be able to track uh, the shifts that people will make um, before we do the final selections end of July I think it is. So this is massive for everybody. I've got to be able to get everybody out on court but also track those players that we've been working with over the last you know, few seasons so it's exciting. Uh, we'll be able to see how good or not we are against the uh, opposition and how far we've got to go. But I think with the planning and everything like that, this this January quad is, is, is at the right time. We've still got a long time to be able to move and be better, but also have enough time to be able to consolidate ourselves. So... I can't wait to get on the plane. Dame Nolan, I thank you for being so generous with your time. When you're sitting there in the cold at the Copper Box Arena, no, just uh, have those wonderful memories of where you've been in the last couple of weeks. You'll, you'll be fine. Yes, I will. That's, that's why I soaked it up, definitely. <laughs> Thanks for your time, Dame Nolan. Dame Nolan Taurua.